listening to the Not Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode 10 of the Not Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, and we're coming live from our League of Record draft. Oh, yeah. As always, you're joined by Bob and Dan. Dan, what up? What up, Bob? Yep, we've been waiting for this weekend, folks, and we are live from uh, Seven Springs, Pennsylvania. Got a beautiful house up here where our League of Record draft is about to go down. Doing it upright. We're about, what, an hour, roughly an hour away from actually... Uh, all the hard work that you put in on the offseason, player reviews, rankings. Finally, you get a chance to kind of see how it all pans out and see what the team looks like. Yep. And don't forget that we are now affiliated with the Fantasy Footballers, so please help us out by purchasing their Ultimate Draft Kit. It's not too late. If you've got a draft coming up, this tool is a tool that both Dan and I use and half of our league uses yep. as well. Yep. So look for the link in the description of the podcast. It's never too late to get an advantage on your draft. I mean, right now you're getting that sweet spot. I mean, the preseason games are going. You're starting to see how things kind of shake out with certain people. Uh, and this uh, tool is something that keeps all of those things running for you, and it kind of lets you – uh, sit back, set it, and for Kadic, and watch the, the preseason people play out, who's rising, who's falling, uh, and really help you uh, take advantage of the, the draft. Yep, so look for that once again in the description. And on our episode today, episode 10, it just happened to fall this way, Dan. We didn't plan this. No. That episode Random. 10 would be at the League of Live, Record Draft. right? So, yeah, today you guys are going to meet all of our league members. We're going to have an interesting discussion with each one of them as they prepare for the draft. And we're also going to go into some news around the league as we get prepared for a draft, what players are of important note, and we'll discuss them right now. So, Dan, just got news a little bit before we started the I draft. I know, big news. Josh Gordon has uh, looks to return to practice here shortly. Here he comes. Here he comes. Yeah, it looks like he has not been cleared yet to practice, but he is reporting to camp. Um, so there's still some work to do, but it's a positive sign that he's actually looking to attend camp at and this I, point. And I think this is a guy that both you and I, Bob, are really excited about in terms of, we talked about it before, he's been away from the game for quite a while in terms of he hasn't played a real regular season game in what, basically two seasons. Yep. And now uh, it seems to me like he's put himself ahead of football. He's focusing on himself so he can go in there and actually be a productive member of the team. He's ready to come back and, uh, you know, we were talking this weekend with a couple people. We're actually kind of excited about this Cleveland Browns offense. And now that you got Josh Gordon back, we know the big playability that he has. Uh, you know, good for him. Welcome back. Yeah, just think, too, I mean, they haven't signed anything officially. But if they could get Des Bryant in as a third wide receiver. Think about that Jordan, lineup. Or Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon, David Njoku. Des Bryant. Yep. Wow. That's a monster team. I mean, you would never expect to say – your 2018 Cleveland Browns and then have that lineup at receiver, you've got to be excited about that. And look, uh, some people don't like him around the league, but we've seen Todd Haley coach an offense. Yes. And he can produce a top 10 easy offense. Absolutely. If you have, give him the players that can kind of thrive in that system. I mean, we had it for quite a while in Pittsburgh with our home team. Uh, Antonio Brown. The best receiver in the league thrived in that. Now you're giving Todd Haley, Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry. Possibly Dez Bryant. I mean, I would expect them to put up big fantasy numbers this year. 
Uh, I am pretty much one or two games. Do you hear what you're games. saying right now? Yes, it feels I like know. It shouldn't be said. No, I'm. I'm just gonna say it right now. I'm about one or two preseason games from just going all in on the Cleveland Browns offense at this point. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm be excited a, about. It's it. gonna be interesting to see where they fall. We've been doing a lot of best ball drafts with our league members up here. Uh huh. And you can see, yeah, people aren't afraid to take them nope. and take them early because right. they could produce at a very high level this year. And then the other thing is, is that someone who I think has sleeper appeal and someone who you can take late in your fantasy draft and get some real Greg value out of, Tyrod Taylor. He's looked spectacular in the preseason. Uh, he And the other thing is, is if you haven't watched Hard Knocks, you should need to watch Hard Knocks because you get a real feel for what it's like to be in that locker room. And the one thing that I instantly thought about when I saw Tyrod Taylor is what a leader this guy yep, is. He's a and, winner. Uh, I think now he's finally given a chance. People have faith in him. He's not kind of an afterthought in an offense. He's he the took guy. Buffalo to the playoffs last right. year. Even when they tried not to let him exactly. take over the team, he exactly. still took them to the playoffs. Exactly. I mean, it feels weird being from Pittsburgh hyping a Cleveland Browns team, but here we are. they are trending in the right direction for sure. Yep. And before we go into the next news bit, you might hear some noise. That's our league members. Like I said, we're coming through live uh, at our draft. They're so, all getting ready down there. Yep. They're Getting ready for the questions we're going to throw at them. So, Dan, let's talk about some injuries that occurred this week so far in uh, preseason football. A uh, guy we both booked as sleepers a few episode, uh, episodes ago, um, Jamal Williams, running yep. back from the Green Bay Packers. It looks like he's been diagnosed with a minor sprain. So it looks like he should be ready for the start of the regular season where everybody sort of expects him to take over that role. Right. Uh, any concerns about the ankle injury? Uh, I mean, obviously you get – the information that the team's willing to release and willing to give you. So you don't really know whether are they just saying that or is there some legitimacy to be concerned about the injury. What it does bother me is that our hope is that whenever he gets the chance to play because of the Jones suspension, that he kind of takes over the team and he shows what he can do and he shows that he's the guy. Now that he's a little banged up, he's not going to probably play most of the preseason. That window to show that talent had just got significantly smaller. Yep. Yeah, it's worrisome. And it's a tough two games to start the season. Absolutely. So he needs to be in optimal shape because they're just tough matchups anyways. Right. Defenses that they're playing are tough. Uh, I believe it's could, Minnesota and then Chicago. Yep. I think yep. that's how they start the season. So, I mean, uh, pretty stout run defenses right yep. there. And, uh, you know, you still have Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so they have to respect the pass, obviously. But you wish that he was kind of lighting it up in the preseason yep. and just keep that train rolling. Unfortunately, he kind of got derailed here. Yeah, so something to keep an eye out on. Um, still has sleeper potential, but uh, the draft equity might slip a little bit. Sure. So maybe he can get even more of a value yeah, and see if it absolutely. plays out. So. Absolutely. Next injury we want to talk about, another guy, Bob, here, um, really <laughs> talked up since the beginning of our podcast. Oh, you love this guy. Rex Burkhead is dealing with a slight tear in his knee. Um, is there from, such thing as a slight tear in your knee? Yeah, I don't know. Apparently. What that would be, a tear <laughs> is a tear. But um, the source on Roto World, Jeff Howe, says it sounds bad, but Howe reports it's been deemed a minor injury and is something that he can play through. Does it make you nervous that it is something that may, he may have to deal with the entire season? Yeah, because, I mean, okay, it's minor now, but – it's one hit away from being potentially major yep. or a season ender. Who knows how this shakes out? Uh, the one thing that you can say about the New England backfield, I think, is that it's wide open at this point. Yep. I mean, who knows who's going to be there? I thought Sony he really Michelle should take it over, up. too. Rex Burkhead now dealing with injury. James uh, White? James White. 
I mean, he's the third down back, pretty much known for catching balls out of the backfield. And now... He always seems to show up big, though, in like... Well, because they're always there, the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh-huh. So, so, I mean, maybe he can step up, and maybe he's worth taking a late-round flyer on. Uh, but I would probably, considering the news, still take Burkhead where you are taking him right now. Yep. So, yeah, still has high touchdown potential. We showed absolutely. it last year. Absolutely. So we're not falling off of the, the uh, wagon with him, but we're just keeping a lookout on that injury. Yeah. So Patiently watching and waiting and seeing what happens. Yep. So now let's talk about some performances from the games this week. And a gentleman that uh, we are very high on, he's our really our running back one in our dynasty league. Yep. Christian McCaffrey went off. Monster game. Five rushes for 92 yards and a touchdown. And what he seemingly did all last year, catching four or five targets for 28 yards. So and, just dominating the ball. And most of that yardage on the ground was on a 71 yard touchdown run rip where he just outran an entire defense uh if you're watching that you are excited to be in the christian mccaffrey business which both of us are so uh finally you know we're seeing how it's panning out a little bit looks like he is going to get the workload he's the man there i mean right now he's the man there i know that anderson did have a pretty decent game too uh but that all happened real early on. Once he kind of got his work in, he sat. So then Anderson was kind of left to do whatever. So if I'm looking at Roto-Wire, Dan, or I'm sorry, Roto-World, look at the last two uh, headlines before the performance last night. Rivera wants McCaffrey to get 25 to 30 touches a game, backed up a week later with Norv Turner saying, it's realistic, he's going to get 25 20, to 30 carry, yep. uh, touches a game. So They're if he gets him. even 20, right. he's going to be a monster. Right. And, I mean, here's the other thing, Bob. In light of those two stories, in light of the performance that he had on display last night, you you roll the dice on McCaffrey in the first round? You think you'd do that? So, with our league, due to the fact of where keepers are, yeah, something to consider. Maybe, yeah. Because you, you've got to know who you're drafting around. Sure. So, I have a feeling that he will be picked if I don't take him. Right. By Steve in that turn. Well, here's the thing is that that's, I think, think probably where if i'm in a redraft league if i'm a t- if i'm in the 10 spot at that turn i'm taking him at yep. that turn. get a right. wide receiver and absolutely pick absolutely especially if i'm in a ppr league <laughs> i mean look at that look at that i mean you get that this is one game he's got the big play potential i mean just think about extrapolating that out four quarters you yep. know what i mean yep so we're very high on him. That performance last night was very encouraging and we were all enjoying it as we were uh playing some poker last night oh, yeah. during the game so Next guy we want to talk about, and maybe somebody more of a dynasty, but he could become rejaffiable here. Yeah, a real little little rippy here. Christian Kirk, wide receiver, the Arizona Cardinals, caught four or six passes, 49 yards, and a touchdown. I don't see any reason why he can't be in consideration for the number two with Larry. Who By else the is there? Who else is there? I mean, it's Larry Fitzgerald is clearly the number one. David Johnson might be the number two. <laughs> True. And then Kirk could slide in as right. that second wide receiver slash third option. So the I think team. they're they're looking for somebody to kind of step up to be the number two guy there. Um, and now that he's kind of shown, he has some potential and he has some ability. I mean, last night probably pushed him more in the right direction in terms of being the number two receiving option on the team. Not the number two option offensively overall, but somebody who could stepping up in the passing game at least. Yeah, so somebody to keep an eye out on. Uh, it's definitely very appealing in the Dynasty League settings. 
Um, but that covers the news and notes from around the league that we wanted to cover. Dan, why don't we introduce everybody to our league members? Let's do it. Ryan. All right, guys. The first league member to come on to the podcast and talk with us, uh, our three-time champion. The champ. So might as well start with the uh, biggest winner of the group. And it's Ryan, as you guys might know him. Uh, we re- you know, refer to him as 781-4812. Yep. So <laughs> Ryan's going to join us here and talk some fantasy football. So Ryan, how's it going, man? Good. How about you guys? It's the best time of the year. Excited yeah, for the you getting draft. ready to get drafty? Yeah, I'm going to win again this year. I win every other year. Oh, he's calling so a shot. So this is actually my year again. So this calling be a shot. Be four times. It's already champion. begun. Yes. Yeah. All right, Ryan. So we're just going to ask you a few questions, introduce us, uh, introduce you to our uh, podcast league listeners, and uh, let's start with background in fantasy football. How long have you been playing for? Jeez, all together now. It's got to be. I'm always I'm bad at estimating time because I'm older than I think I am. So it's actually probably been 15, 20 years at this point that I've been playing fantasy football. Wow, it's been yeah, a long time. Running yeah. on our ninth year. Yep. So. Yeah, and I know at least five years prior to Nine this league. So times. probably about fifteen years total, I guess. Yep. So uh, tell the listeners what type of leagues do you play in? What what kind of scoring leagues? Because I know you got a few other leagues. Uh, I have, well, I have another league that's very similar to this actually. Um, I just started a new job recently, so I'm in a new work league there. That's actually non PPR. It's just uh, standard scoring. So that'll be the only standard scoring league that I'm in right now. And then we're also with you going to be in a 14 team superflex as well this year. That I can't imagine how deep that's going to go. Yeah, 14 right. teams. There's going to be some deep pulls. On wow. Yeah, and I mean I, I do a lot of best ball drafting. I'm really big into daily fantasy as well. So I'm, I kind of feel like I'm a fantasy sports addict, of course. So I do it all in terms of fantasy. <laughs> so here we are, league of record, getting ready to get started. Yeah, here. this is the best one. This is my number one. So uh, why don't you tell us who your keeper is and why you decided to make them your keeper this year? Well, my keeper's a no-brainer. It's Alvin in the seventh round. Uh, I picked him up as a free agent last year, so I was lucky enough to do that. Uh, I don't remember how much I bid on him. I did outbid a few people that week. I can't remember who. You outbid me, that's for sure. Yeah, what the price was. (laughs) Most of the um, people here in this house, yeah. It was maybe like week two or three of the season. It was early on, um, maybe even week one. Uh, then I held on to him the rest of the year, obviously. Did me a lot of good. But I actually lost because of him. Because the, he got was the, it the, the concussion? concussion game yeah. uh, was when I my season ended. Uh, but unfortunately, um, that's okay. I have him back this year in the seventh round. So it's a good way to start. Yeah, so we, already pretty saw, great value. we already saw on Instagram we posted the keepers. And yours was immediately called <laughs> out as <laughs> yep. How did that one of the top happen, keepers. Right? Yeah, it's a, obviously a no-brainer. And it's nice to have running back locked down, obviously. It's, sure. Especially in a league like ours where you have a lot of running backs being capped. I feel really good that I have a good running back locked down. So if things don't fall my way and I have to take a receiver in the first round, I can do that knowing that I have Kamara at least to fall back on. Sure. Yeah. And in the seventh round, that's pretty nice to know. Yeah, seventh round is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's going in the first round in redraft. I'm not like sure. Seven picks? Right. I'd be honest. I, I'm not sure how great I feel about picking him where he's going in a lot of drafts. Yeah. Like four or five. I love Alvin Kamara, obviously, but it's. I don't feel the same way about him that I feel about Zeke or even David Johnson. Sure. I feel like sure. there's a little bit of a drop off there just because of the timeshare. Ingram's going to be back and. You never know with a second-year player, but I'm happy to have him in the seventh round. Right, definitely a value. So share with us, since you were the first one when we introduced it, how was it having that championship belt for a full year? Yeah, It was awesome, and I I was telling everybody as well, my um, well now three-year-old daughter loved it as well. So (laughs) we had a couple, I'm into wrestling, of course, as well as Bob and Dan are. Um, So we had a couple, of course, mock wrestling matches in my bed, and we would use that championship belt as a prop. So (laughs) uh, I I feel like I was really getting my money's worth out of it more than most would. So I'd really like to have it it back. I do a little bit. My wife does not. (laughs) But 
I'm obviously looking to have it back. And, yeah. Um, I think I'm off to a good start, at least. How did, so. how did you come up? You were the first one to actually do... The promo. The promo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, did, how did you come up? I, I mean, was we really both excited about that, of Kurt course. Kurt Angle I mean, obviously, was great. You know, loving wrestling. I, I mean, that was an idea when we pitched that we were going to do it that I was, of course, really excited about. Um, Kurt Angle goes back... Um, that's uh, somebody who Pittsburgh was obviously, guy. yeah, I mean, he, somebody who was kind of funny to us, and we had a lot of inside jokes around him just growing up in Pittsburgh and being wrestling fans when we were kids. So that was somebody that we always had a few inside jokes about. So it was just it seemed like a natural thing to go ahead and pay a little homage to the Pittsburgh wrestling hero in the uh, first wrestling and, and, promo and you make of the, the league. You made the full heel turn that year too. I did. I mean, I've been working <laughs> on that for a few years. That, that, that comes with winning. Everybody hates the winner anyway, so you might as well embrace it yeah, that's and true. Uh, rub it in everybody's face when yeah, you boom. win more than they do. So. Right. Until somebody catches up to me, I'm going to embrace that. If Steve's getting close. <laughs> if Steve wins this year, then obviously yeah. I, I, I mean, have to you guys kind of had this then, on. But, had this on lockdown for the mm-hmm. last couple of years, for sure. Yeah, he's he's a good solid, and I, I face him in basketball all the time too. So I always have this problem with Steve, but um, Bob's all right too. Dan, I I hear you're good in other leagues. <laughs> we'll see what you have to. Do. We'll see what happens. This what year. did you do this year to get ready for this draft? Oh, I'm prepping all 24 uh, seven every day all year. I'm always listening on my way to work, listening to fantasy radio, I'm yeah. listening to podcasts. I'm three, four different apps on my phone that I'm checking all the time. Um, I've been doing drafts. a lot of best ball drafting to get ready to, for this one. Like yeah. I've, everybody makes fun of me because I've done like 50 best ball drafts already. <laughs> but um, it, it just, I, I just feel a lot more comfortable then. I, I know who I want in different rounds, and I know who I want to reach on, who I feel like I can, I can wait on. And So you've got a plan in place. I do have a plan in place. All so right, let's we'll see how it That's why I'm going to win again. There are always, always, uh, <laughs> always wild card picks in our drafts, so I can't wait yeah. to see some of those. So. Oh, for sure. It'll be interesting. All right, so that introduces everybody to Ryan, our three-time champion. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Good luck this year, buddy. Guys, we'll see you soon. Good luck. Tambo. And second up on the podcast league introduction (laughs) is our good buddy Tambo. Tambo, say what up to everybody at the uh, Not Takes family. What up, Tambo? What up, you lips? (laughs) So, what are you thinking, man? League of Record weekend. This is the best time of the year, isn't it? Oh yeah. You excited to get out? Look forward to meeting up with everybody. We don't yeah. get to see each other as much anymore, so a lot of kids here, involved. Yeah, just get all crazy all weekend and draft the football team and make fun of each other's teams. And <laughs> wait till someone's best player goes down in the first round. Yeah, that's right. I hope <laughs> nobody goes down someone today. To blow up the Greg curse. <laughs> the Greg curse. It's like yeah. the Madden curse, but worse. Yeah, we're, we're getting nervous with whoever it actually plays. happens to real players. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, Fournette is still playing in the preseason game. I'm a little Dan nervous. Dan's sweating bullets. Yeah, I am sweating I think bullets. he was killed in a drive-by after the game. <laughs> oh, Sorry, you lost your keeper. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> All right, Tambo, so we're just going to ask you a few questions to introduce you uh, to our listeners. Uh, we have, I think, one of the more competitive and fun leagues, so uh, it's fun to get everybody on and, and introduce. So how long have you been playing fantasy football for now? What season is this? Eighth? It's our ninth. So I've been playing for eight years because I started when we started the league. Oh, yep. wow. So coming on on our ninth year here on our League of Records. Do you remember the story when, no. I, when I started in the league? No, go for it again. Oh, you remember, like, I didn't want to play because I, I thought it was dumb. Yeah. And I was like, no, that looks stupid. I don't want to do that. And then, like, you guys are like, come on, Nicole's going to play if you don't play. Yeah, help us, bro. <laughs> so you're like, please take that spot. I'm like, okay, then I loved it. Now yeah. you're and now you're just full-blown into it. I've DraftKings. Yep. I have a work league I run. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Takes off. Yeah, we've done now two best draft. ball drafts. Yeah, uh, we've since done the we've best been ball here. Yeah. Fun, except for last night's. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> 20 hour <laughs> draft. Kurt kept taking a little nap. Yeah, kept yeah. nap. 
time kept dying, damn it. Oh, sorry. So you said you've played in multiple leagues. What what kind of scoring formats do you play in? What what other, because uh, ours is half-point PPR. We talk about ours all the time. But what other, what other leagues do you play in? Our league at work, I modeled the scoring off ours. Oh, yeah? And I, but it's full point per reception, I think. Oh, the full PPR. If I remember right. Do you, but, uh, do you play any standard scoring leagues at all? No. no? Only yeah. on DraftKings and FanDuel, their scoring standards. So, sure. But not in the leagues. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, we're just not a big fan of standard. We like some scoring. For yeah, it's more exciting, too. Yeah. The bigger numbers, the bigger yeah. scores, the more exciting. You all have the same opportunity to score points. So. so here we are. We're getting ready in about an hour to actually do the draft for the league of record. Uh, who's your keeper? And why, <laughs> did, why did you pick him as your keeper, Tambo? <laughs> I kept Carson Wentz. Yeah, in what round? In the seventh round. In the seventh round. Picked him up off waivers. And why, why did you pick old Carson Wentz as your keeper? Because he's awesome. Okay. And quarterbacks in our league get a lot more points than standard scoring. I would agree with so that. So he can possibly be 30 to 40 points a week. I figured why not keep that kind of guy on my team and not sure. give up the chance to lose him. Sure. I mean, that is true. I mean, in our league. If uh, it was standard, uh, I wouldn't because quarterbacks don't make nearly as much. Right. They're all equal kind of, you know. Yeah, and then on those long ball yeah, bonuses, plays, you get the bonuses not only for the receivers, but you also get them right. for the quarterback. So I get that. That makes sense. I might try to grab a Philly receiver. Oh, yeah? Match up with him. So, do you, so what did you do or to get Ertz. ready for this draft? What did you do? What kind of research? What tools do you use? I did some drafts on DraftKings, FanDuel, just reading the FanDuel, or, uh, ESPN site daily. Roto stuff, Checking everything. stuff, yeah. yeah. I get so, notifications, so, you know, see stuff like that. Do Watching ha- some preseason. Do you have a plan in place? Do you know what you're going to do? Yeah, I have a... I have a you, come, you came prepared, then. I have my sheets, yeah. So I can cross <laughs> off the players and I don't have to think as hard. It's yeah, hard to remember who's not there and who's there, you know? Sure. Like... Yes, especially so. now that we started doing it offline, you really do have to keep track. Like, yeah, whereas ESPN, hard, so. you can just see, but... First thing I did was print those at work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get ready work. for it. I, I guarantee you people will be, like, picking players that were already drafted, like, it happens. Yeah, it happens. That's it happens why I want to cross year. people off as they're taking. I already crossed off the keepers and a couple of injured players. So. Yep, we got the prices right horns ready for anybody that, <laughs> that drafts the same player drafted no, no. two rounds <laughs> ago. Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, right, it's so, going to be great. So, yeah, that introduces everybody to our league member, Tambo. Thanks for joining the show, man. Don't forget, I am a champion of the league. Ah, yes. Was it second year? that we? Uh, Second or third. I think it might have been third. Jimmy the P. Dude, my team was stacked that year. Uh, Jimmy the P and... uh, I have Forte, Jamal Charles, Marshawn Lynch, Jimmy Graham, Jordy Nelson, Andrew Luck. Wow. Jordan. Some other receivers, too, that don't remember. But, yeah, the team was pretty good. Yep. The champ. Hope, hope one day to be there. Go yeah, ahead. ditto. I got to get back there. It's the goal this year. Always always a bridesmaid. Bridesmaid Bobby over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, thanks for joining the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Good. See you guys soon. Right. Greg. And next up on the podcast from our League of Records, we've Greg. got the man we refer to as Greg Value. Greg. Greg. What's going on, my man? What up, guys? How you doing? Good. We're excited to have you here on the are. show. Here we yeah. are. The League big draft is here. The big draft. Looking forward to it. The man who strikes fear in the heart of all NFL players. As my sitting right rings. here next to us. And the man that makes an awesome beer koozie. <laughs> yeah. Goes down smooth all day, every yeah. day. So Greg had the privilege of being our first, uh, since we instituted it, uh, winner of the beer koozie that recognizes their last place performance. And uh, it's a thing of beauty. It is. I, I know look you, good. You got it snakes. does. It turned out pretty nice, right? So you got snake bitten last year. Yeah. David Johnson. Bad luck. Off to a freaking awesome start. First half goes down. That had to be deflating. First pick overall. Oh, terribly. 
deflating, as it, well it, as Allen Robinson going down the first game. Uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, wow, so that, that's a little bit that's of a, a, that's a real bad injury, so but hard, for hard, one season, hard to come hard to come back from. Not my but, first year that it's been like that. Yeah, but we've got some interesting things because I think you could start off instantly with an awesome team yeah. based on uh, who, who your, your keeper, keeper is. is. So before right. we get into that, how long have you been playing fantasy football for now? Um, probably a total of like 12 years, I would say. 12 years. And what kind of leagues do you play in? I know we, we explained our league. What other leagues do you play in? What kind of scoring formats, things like that? Uh, it's mostly pick'em leagues or you know, Yahoo Fantasy Football. So it's just with friends. Um, nothing too extreme like our league is. Standard now. scoring, yeah. PPR, standard. I think standard scoring was always the norm, and then like PPR, half PPR started to get into the mix. Yeah, we've all said on the uh, podcast originally, half point PPR is like our sweet spot. Right. I think it's, it's just the right spot. Be. Yeah, I think full PPR would be a little too much. All right, so who's your keeper? Why did you keep him? And where did you keep him? What round? Right. Uh, my keeper is Kareem Hunt in the eighth round. Eighth round. See eighth why we round. call him Greg Value. That's a Greg Value for sure. It was probably more of a uh, luck. Uh, I would say by chance last year's draft, I took Kareem in the eighth after our uh, BJ took uh, Spencer, I think, in the Spencer fifth. Spencer Ware in the fifth. So it was kind of a bonehead pick, but it ended up working out for me. I mean, it really paid off. I think that is the keeper of the draft, in my opinion. I mean, for the round, I don't think too. you can get a better keeper in terms of where the value is and the return that you're going to get on that player because. As we both say, Kareem Hunt has a chance to be a monster in PPR leagues uh, and on PPR leagues because he scores touchdowns. That's a good offense. Now they've got a new young quarterback who like wants what to I saw last crazy. night. Yeah, that bomb to Tyreek Hill was money. And when you're getting him, probably where in redraft leagues, second round, right? Yeah, second round. Yep. Now you're getting him in the eighth. Correct. I mean, how do you how do you turn that down? Yeah, the value is just baked into it. What would you say? Was it would it be Greg? That is a super Greg value. <laughs> so, Greg, you also really control the start of the draft because you've got the number one overall yep. pick. So you have a chance to really set your team up. I mean, you've got a chance to turn this all around today. I mean, from going from on the koozie to getting the belt. I mean, I, I like your chances. I mean, your keeper's great. You're right at the beginning. Uh, you know, you have a plan in place. Do you know where you're going? I think I do know where I'm going. Yeah. We'll save it for the uh, Oh, live, no, you don't have to reveal. Stash, you don't have to reveal. Of the show. Yeah, I know we talked about it a lot on the golf course. I know mm. there's a couple players you're at least thinking of. And really, with the players available, there's no losing wrong. situation. Can't go wrong. I mean, you're going to get a great uh, either combination of running backs or if you decide to get the elite of the elite wide receiver, A.B., and start your team off that way, I don't really think there's a wrong decision to be made. Yeah, I can't fault you if you go A, B, if it's a homer. I can't fault you if you go Lev Bell because you're a homer. Both of those outstanding picks would not disagree with those at all. So what did you use and what did you do, uh, do to prepare for the League of Record draft this year? I know you uh, invested in some tools. Yes, I did. I did. Uh, <clears throat> I listened to the podcast a couple episodes ago, and I... Bought the ultimate draft kit by the fantasy footballers, so I'm really looking forward to using that. We thank you for the purchase, Greg. Thanks, uh, Greg. And what other tools? I know you invested in another another one that we talked about yesterday. Yeah, and I also use Fantasy Pros, uh, the draft wizard that they have, draft assistant since we're doing an offline league. So I think with both of those, hopefully I can become a little more competitive this year than in years past. Uh, you got you had a bad break last year. Yeah, that's, two, that's bad what a, two bad breaks. One a wrist, and I don't remember what Robinson's Literally, injury was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. So, 
So, Greg, we really appreciate you coming on and joining the show, and uh, thank you for your support as well. Thanks. Good luck today, my man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Steve. And up next to the Not Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, our reigning, defending, two-time league champion, Steve, my brother-in-law. What's going on, Steve? The champ is here. Hi, fellas. The champ is here. <laughs> so, Steve, I mean, how does it feel to be reigning, defending champion going into the draft here in a couple minutes? Feels pretty good. Yeah, the that... making me feel pretty good, too. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh... So, I think the one thing that all of us are excited for, curious about, and hopeful for is, do you have a wrestling promo prepared? Uh, not really. No, I don't. <laughs> He's saving it. He's yeah. saving it. I could read through it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, really I don't know if anything. I believe it or not. So, Steve, how long have you been playing fantasy football for now? Like 17 years. Seven. 17 years. What kind of leagues do you play in other than ours? So we described ours as half point PPR with big plays. Uh, what other scoring formats do you play in? Uh, my other league, I think, is actually the same thing half PPR. Half point PPR? Mm-hmm. Yeah, any, any standard scoring leagues anymore? Thankfully, no. <laughs> it's the worst, isn't it? Right. Coleman's league absolute. actually switched last year, it was our first year of PPR in his league. Full PPR? I think it's half, half point. So but here we, we are. We also have no waiver wire in that league, and it drives me crazy. Wow. wow. How do you do that? So it's just pretty much like a drop. best ball draft. Yeah. It's pretty much just like someone gets hurt and you're not paying attention. Oh, guess what? Someone else grabbed your backup. It's awful. And that's got to be tough. I, I mean, try to get be... to switch every year, and I always get shut down. You've got to be kind of vigilant watching every single game, paying attention to every single injury. Yep. That's a lot. Now, here we are, League of Record, the champ. Uh, who's your keeper? Why you DeAndre keeping? Hopkins in the fourth round. Fourth cool. round, the number one wide that's receiver right, that's from like last year. S- that's second. I mean, Cream Hunt, better value. This would be my second favorite keeper. Yeah, when you get the number one wide receiver in the fourth round at the turn. So right. Well, if you remember going into last season, how kind of little hype he was getting. I mean, he showed every single season. You'd agree that it doesn't really matter who the Texans' quarterback is. If you throw the ball to him, he's catching it, and he's going to score. So, I mean, I think people were so down on him last year, which is probably why you were lucky enough to grab him in the yeah. fourth round. Now he's going in the first again. Yep. What a difference Deshaun Watson makes, right? Yeah, when you can have him sitting there and you're at the turn, you can really do whatever you want, really. I mean, you could just load up heavy on wide receivers or get two running backs at the turn possibly. So, Tenth, tenth pick in the first round. Do you have a plan in place? Do you know what you're doing already? No, I'm gonna let you guys mess up first, and then I'll pick something. <laughs> Fair enough. Probably Fair enough. Eric and Greg. Where is Greg? There he is. Hi, Greg. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Just gonna see how it all shakes out then. Don't forget who threw DeAndre Hopkins a touchdown last year. Tom Savage. Oh, Tom Savage. The Pitt alum himself. I think he's 52. I think he graduated when he was 48 from Pitt. I think he actually wore one of those leather helmets that they used to wear. I mean, that was when he first came into the league. Touchdown, Tommy Savage. Yep, fair. Don't forget four straight finals, too, going for number five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's like some – it's pretty much been the last couple years, you and Ryan, head-to-head, arch arch rivals, arch enemies. Uh, That's pretty – I mean, you you definitely got to get credit for the consistency. Steve. Yeah, we battle in basketball a lot, too. Yeah. And BJN. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, and we mentioned Ryan actually mentioned that. He's like, I always seem to run into Steve in the fantasy basketball playoffs all the time, too. Yeah, I wish I had that problem, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I just keep playing the same person <laughs> in the championship game every year. 
Always fighting for a title. Yeah. Oh, that's devastating. In my one league years ago, it doesn't uh, it's not around anymore. I went to three straight Super Bowls and won two out of three. Huh? That's a heck of a problem. I hope to run into this yeah, uh, pretty Jeez. soon here. But the one year I had Tom Brady and Adrian Peterson. Yeah. When Brady threw. Was that the year that he had Randy Moss? Mm-hmm. Fifty <laughs> touchdowns yep. that year. Yep. Fifty. Yeah. Twenty-two if, of them went to Moss yep, alone, or some yep. ridiculous number like that. And the only reason we talk about that shot, that stat, nonstop, which is why we have it off the top of our heads still. Yep. I mean, fifty touchdowns—that's insane. Yeah, it's totally insane. All right, so that introduces you to our reigning defending champion, Steve. Thanks for coming on the show, brother. Thanks. I forgot to say one thing, Dan. You definitely have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Craig. And this gentleman should be familiar to those that listen to our Dynasty discussion. For the second time on the Not Takes podcast, we've got Craig Fisher. What's going on, Craig? Craig. Thanks for having me back, boys. Thank you. The, uh, the first reoccurring guest? Yeah. This is the first one to make it on multiple the, the times. The Not Takes veteran, Craig. Not Takes super fan. <laughs> yes. I love it. So, Craig, I don't know about you, but yep. this is the greatest time of the year, isn't it? It's been like I've been looking forward to this all week. I got no work done this week. Uh, like legitimate. a kid on Christmas. Here uh, you like, are, draft weekend. Well, the three of us have been doing be- uh, sleeper uh, drafts all week, and sometimes two a day. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been just Yeah, like, we're putting the time in. It's like real football here. Two a days. <laughs> That's the way it is. <laughs> it's training camp. Yeah, it's tra- you know, the Cleveland's got hard knocks. We got the draft. That's out. right. So that's let's right. hope it let's all like, pays off a little bit here. Yeah. Are really? you guys doing anything? I'm in a meeting, but send it right now to <laughs> <through> the draft. <laughs> yeah, I'll do a sleeper. So, yeah, Craig, we want to start yeah. off asking you a question. How long have you been playing fantasy football for? Uh, I think it's only, only about five years, I think. Started off with a standard scoring system, then, uh, then moved to Dynasty right after that and I've been on the Dynasty League for now going on to four years and three straight years winning it that's correct three years on top man for only being in fantasy really kind of playing for five years Mm -hmm. to kind of win three championships in those first five years that's impressive I call it savant you know it's uh, (laughs) it's really it's it's more of a it's more of a you finally found your thing yeah it's my thing I really can just kind of just do it I mean it's so hard to be so good. I mean, really, it's... You know, the one thing that I've been noticing, Bob, is nonstop, everybody is, like, uh, talking about how much they've won and stuff like that, and I can't even get involved in that conversation, which is pretty <laughs> disappointing that's at why this point. I, that's why I dub myself Bobby Bridesmaid. <laughs> Always looking at it, but yep. never committing to Just it. Just out of reach. <laughs> so, Craig, tell the listeners, what other type of leagues do you play in? We talked the mm-hmm. Dynasty, you're in this half-point PPR. Yep. What other scoring formats do you play in? Yeah, so Dynasty, half-point PPR. I'm doing a super flex league this year. Yep, 14-teamer. 14-team, yep, that, that one. And also uh, a two-quarterback super flex as well. Wow. Nice. Uh, which I've never done two-quarterback. I'm interested to see how the draft goes for that. Be interesting. Um, what are you going to do in terms of, I mean, we all kind of have mm-hmm. strategies mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, weight on quarterback, weight yep. on tight yep. end. Uh, now you've gonna had pretty much two, so I would think that those guys are gonna go off the board earlier than yeah. you expect. Have you done any kind of mm-hmm. draft prep, anything like that, in a two quarterback system league like that? You know, with this year, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'll see how it shakes up, and I'm gonna go with the same format I do. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, garbage, <laughs> garbage man. Yeah, he looked great today. Hey, he's he, he's doing it. Interceptions he, left and right. He but he'll be a number one quarterback. Right. Somehow. Of course he will. Some way, somehow. But streaming quarterbacks, I think, is the, the the one thing I've taken from some of the information I hear. Even in the I, two quarterback leagues, streaming. I, you you're, you have a limited supply of running backs and receivers who are going to hit it. At, at the end of the day, there's 31 starting quarterbacks, and last year. 
40 quarterbacks had a number one had a number one week, week at some point. Wow. At some point. So, so let me ask you this. In Coming hard with league, stats today. Look at this, Craig. In that type of league, if you wait, do you almost take four at the end? Just like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you wait until maybe Jared Goff's your one. Yeah. Maybe you do like an Andy Dalton, Blake Derek, Bortles, Derek Carr. and then Derek do you maybe Carr. grab one of the rookies too? Like, would that be a strategy you would look at if Josh you really Allen? wait? I would think. I would think this year I'm, I'm noticing that we, I think rookie quarterbacks need a year or two to get get the system down. I don't think you know, rookie running backs, rookie receivers, I think can have an opportunity to make a make a splash. You don't know how they're going to go go. Rookie quarterbacks, I'm not really too keen on yet because I think they're still tr- figuring their system out. So after, but really, I would do. Probably I'm gonna do a, a, a loaded up one, but if I see value, like I, I do, like I've been doing luck in the what ninth. What kind of value? Greg, Greg value. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're getting ready. Draft yeah. here, couple uh, couple minutes away. Yeah. Uh, who's your keeper? What round? Why? And what round? Uh, so I was going back and forth in this, doing Larry Fitzgerald in the sixth, because uh, he's going around the fourth right now, fourth fifth. I thought he had the most upside value. I'm getting in the sixth, so it's nice to have a PPR machine. Veteran Larry Fitzgerald on just sitting there helps fill out the wide receiver. Only court. catches a hundred balls the past uh, <laughs> sure two years. At <laughs> we least. just talked about this right before you guys came in here, which is he's the clear cut number one. There's not really anybody else there that other receivers in camp are trying to make a push for that number two spot. I mean, Larry Larry's the king in Arizona. And the other thing I have, a, I have an issue with is the quarterback situation there. Bradford. I am not really 100% on. I He'll mean, be hurt by week three. Right. Yeah, and More then we have likely. Rosen coming in, which... Rookie. Rookie, don't know. But it, may, it could be good. You know, that's a good, interesting thing. I'm, I'm, what I'm interested in this year, though, is to see where that diamond in the rough is. Well, who's going to all of a sudden, next year, is going to be in the, the top one. And we're like, oh, didn't even see Who, it. Like, like who's getting Kareem Hunt in the eighth? Alvin it's Kamara in the seventh. Like Greg yeah. Kamara. Yep, one yep. of those guys. I mean, that's the good, best thing about this draft is that everybody comes prepared. Everybody knows those weird players that they want to try to mm-hmm. grab later in rounds. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely going to be a couple of those nice finds. Well, that's like with the rookie running backs. Like, as you guys you know, be involved in the Dynasty League, when I got the three, I would say probably some of the three. You had the best draft by far. Thank you. Yep. So I got no Freeman, Freeman in the third. Uh, uh, no, Freeman in the third, Penny in the sixth, and Karen Johnson. Johnson in the, no. I mean, look at those three backs. Didn't have to even move off your first round pick no, you, trade or anything. You yeah. reloaded at running back, for and then sure. also Pet, Pettis and Callaway in the four, third and fourth round. Ah. So those are some receivers that might have some Greg value. Yeah, it's real nice. So the last thing we want to ask <laughs> yeah. you is, what did you do to prepare for this league of record draft? What kind of tools do you use? What kind of prep work did you do? I know we talked about yeah. the mocks all the time. Obviously, listen to the Not Takes podcast. Is my is my, is my top. Uh, Source of information. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> uh, no, f- still a big fan of the fancy footballers, uh, fancy pros. A um, lot of just uh, Twitter still is you know big big feed on everything, and just kind of you know watching you know. What about that ultimate draft kit, Craig? You know I'm a huge fan of the of UDK. Uh, I I think it's one of the best tools out there. Um, yeah, I've been I've been subscribing for three years now. Wow. Yep. yep. It's the best tool out so there. So I'm sorry I couldn't give you funds. I already bought it beforehand, but next year I will. Help yeah. you out, help the cause. Yep. So that introduces you again to Craig, our two-time guest to the Two Not times. Takes podcast. Cool. Thanks for coming on, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Kurt. And next up to the podcast from our Fantasy Football League of Record draft is Kurt. Kurt, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. 
Yeah, so this is, uh, we keep saying it every interview, but this is one of the best times yep. of the year, isn't it? The weekend oh. just is so, so much fun. Hands down. Been looking forward to it for quite a while. So okay. now all the, all the hard work will eventually play off, pay off, hopefully. Uh, you get to see your team. You get to see whether your strategies actually get to play out. Uh, so, Kurt, how long have you been playing fantasy? Um, I've been playing 10, I think about 10 years. 10 years. And how long, how long was our This is our ninth year. Ninth, ninth year. year. Yeah, so that's about year number right. nine. Yep. Yep. Next year's 10 years in this league. Got to do, do it up special. nice again. Yeah, that's right. Something special. So, Kurt, other than our league, which is a half-point PPR, what other type of leagues do you play in scoring formats? Tell our listeners a little bit about that. Sure. Um, so the main other league that, that I've been playing in for 10 years, is uh, it's actually a Superflex, and we just recently went to... Uh, Superflex, that's like something... PPR. It seems like that is like a huge thing now. Everybody's getting in Superflex. Yeah, Craig just brought now. it up. Yep. It, it it changes the way you look at, you know, drafting specifically the quarterbacks. I mean, in the league, it's there. You everybody's looking at quarterbacks early, and here you can pick up. It seems like you can pick up some decent people, quarterbacks some decent later, later on. Games. So it's it's a completely different strategy. So Kurt, question we've been asking everybody is, who is your keeper for our league of record draft? <laughs> what round did you keep them? And give us a little insight because you had a few that were he, very interesting. And he interesting. kept his secret forever. No one even had a handle on what it could possibly be, and he had so many interesting options. So, yeah, give us uh, your keeper. I, I did. I did have a lot of options. A little um, ended up going with uh, Juju B. Schuster, uh, seventh round. Um, I had uh, who else did I have? I had um, Derrick Henry in the tenth. Henry in tenth. Great. M- McCaffrey. McCaffrey in the third, and uh, Mixon, Joe Mixon. Mixon in the fifth, and. I liked them all, to be honest, so I, I kind of cheated and just went by average draft position mm-hmm. and figured out, okay, he was getting the most who's, value. who's got the most value at this point. It, it would have been hard for me to pass on that Derrick Henry in the 10th just yeah. because of how much Bob and I love Derrick Henry. We talk about him all the time. Were those the two you were going back and forth yeah. on just yeah, because the draft capital was the main? Yep. Exactly. And where, where would McCaffrey would have? Where would he would have? Where would have he fallen? If, if, McCaffrey, if McCaffrey was... Probably where Mixon was at fourth five. round. Yeah, I would have definitely taken him. Because I think yep. I think he's, I think I don't know. You know, I think he's a late second, early third round. And I'll I'll, I'll tell you why I didn't pick Henry. The only reason because I couldn't figure out you know between him and Schuster, but was uh, Dion Lewis. Right. So they signed Dion Lewis to a big deal. So I think I think. Uh, Henry's going to have a great year, but Deion Lewis is going to be involved. I know whenever DeMarco Murray left, we thought we were like, bingo. We finally, we mean, we fell into Derrick Henry on our Dynasty League. Uh, So when that happened, we were super excited. Very, like, we finally, we've got a bell cow. And then they signed Deion Lewis. uh, (laughs) That kind of took the wind out of our sails. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Juju's going to be a great... He's proving that he can be a number one if Antonio Brown happens to go down. Even if he doesn't, he's a little banged up he's right a now. Big play threat. He caught what, like a seventy-two-yard touchdown yeah. where he just mossed somebody and then did a jumped backflip. over them and fucking and then a, did a backflip. Yep, that was great. So, Kurt, what did you do to get prepared for this draft this year? What kind of tools do you use? Let's sort of give our listeners a peek behind the curtain there. So, I uh, the, what I used uh, Fantasy Pros. Um, I've been using them for years. Love fantasy pros. This year's first year did the uh, the draft app, and um, so use that. I, there's something called uh, fantasy nerds. I don't know if you guys heard yeah, of it. Yeah, I've heard so of them. So I get I get they're the one that I get like the continual updates, updates and stuff like that. Stuff. So yeah. I like fantasy nerds. Um, a couple others, but those are the those are the main ones. A lot of research. Yeah. yeah. 
We're all prepared this yeah, year. Yeah, everyone's think going at it. I don't think anybody's slacking at all everyone's this year. Everyone's always prepared. That's yep. the thing. Yep, so it makes it tough to, to navigate the draft waters. Someone's got to unthrown Steve and Ryan. Someone's got to this year. We're Let's making mix a it up here. a little. We're making a pact. <laughs> Actively working against <laughs> So, yeah, Kurt, we want to thank you for coming on the show, and that's Kurt, everybody. Thank Thanks, you, guys. See you at the draft, brother. Good luck. Appreciate it. Thanks. Brad. And the last interview from our League of Record is my brother, Brad. What's going on? Thanks for joining the show. What, what up, Brad? What up, guys? <laughs> so we're here at the League of Record draft. Um, we've talked about it multiple times. How did it feel yet last year to have one of the best drafts probably ever recorded in our league? All right. All right. Come on. And, and, and not, I get it. I get it. I was wrong. I admit it. I admit it all the time. Uh, I, and I I I have got egg on my face. Uh, Last year, I hated your team, Brad. I hated it. And uh, you went to the championship, and (laughs) you're just holding it up in front of me right now. (laughs) Third place. I gave you an E last year, Brad, but you really deserved an A. It was a killer draft. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was happy with my team last year, and Dan relentlessly (laughs) just talked so much trash about it. And then I was demolishing people week yep. in and week yep. out. And you had the fantasy playoff dud. I experienced that multiple times. Sure did. Yep. Derek beat me when he took a kicker in the third round in the playoffs. <laughs> first year of the draft. Well, never, never forget. Yeah. never. That was going to stick with my Is that the heart. earliest a kicker has ever been taken in the history of fantasy a football? Of fantasy football. The entirety of fantasy football. I feel like we should write Nate Kading a letter to just let him know that that happened. Here, I got a screen capture, Nate. This really did happen. <laughs> this actually went down, Nate. Check it out. So, Brad, the question we're asking everybody, who is your keeper for our draft this year? What round did you get him, and why did you keep him? So, as the draft was panning out last year, the person that kept on falling was Todd Gurley because of how poorly he performed the year prior. Jeff yep. Fisher. Yep. Yes. Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Mr. 50-50. <laughs> and the options were just not good. So by default, I think with my head down, I took Todd Gurley in the second. And, and that's kind of, I think that is when I said, your draft went south. <laughs> when in reality, that took you, I mean, he went through the roof last year. I mean, I don't think anyone could have expected Gurley to kind of go off the way he did. You look at his team at the end of the year, all the rankings on the ESPN site for our scoring league, it was yep. like one, two, three, one, four, <laughs> one, five, one, one. eight. Like, I think, honestly, most of my team towards the end of the year was top ten. And the fantasy playoff dud, man. <laughs> oh, how did that feel? It stung even more because the next week, as I was fighting for third place, I think Against I'd, Dan. Yep. You and Dan battling yep. it out for third place. I think I would have beaten either player in the championship by 70 points. Yep. You would have beat me really bad. I think I had two <laughs> players that scored a half point combined in the uh, championship. You did, Bob. That's just the way these things fall sometimes. I mean, it's luck of the draw, but I, I know that last year I was super low on Gurley. I thought that maybe... Uh, you know, he was going to be like a flash in the pan. I did not expect him to do the things he did. No. And I don't think anyone really expected the Rams to do the things they did in general last no. season. I mean, that offense kind of came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. I, I'm incredibly hot on pretty much any Rams player right now. Even so. Brandon Cooks? You hot on Cooks? If the value is Greg enough, I will <laughs> take him. <laughs> he'll, pull the, he'll pull the cord on Cooks if it's Greg. <laughs> 
So what did you do uh, to get ready for the draft? What kind of tools do you use? What kind of research, etc.? Uh, a lot of podcasts, uh, Footballers, Not Takes, and CBS Sports. Um, and then I pulled the trigger last minute on the UDK. Um, Before our link. We almost got him, Dan. Almost. Almost, almost snagged him. And it, it's been fun just kind of tinkering with everything. Um, and I've been reading a lot on Twitter, too. I know a lot of the things that you guys retweet, mm-hmm. I read. Um, and a lot of those people I already follow, too. So, yeah, a lot of social media and, and podcasts. A lot of mock drafts. Sure do. <laughs> So, yeah, let's get ready for the draft. That's oh, our last here it uh, is. League mate, here it um, is. To be interviewed, Brad, thanks for joining the show. Can't Time wait. to roll. All right, thanks again, everybody in the League of Record, for coming and sharing their insights on their keepers, their history into uh, fantasy football. And we just wanted to introduce you guys all to our league. Uh, it's a really thanks fun for league. joining us at the draft. To close the show, reminder, it's not too late. You can get your Fantasy Footballers Ultimate Draft Kit. We'll have a link in the description to help you dominate your draft. You can follow us at NotTakesFF on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, yeah. As always, feel free to leave any suggestions, feedback, show ideas at NotTakesFF at gmail.com. Give us a shout. You can visit our website where you can see everywhere we're distributed, anchor.fm forward slash NotTakesFF. And if you're on Anchor, you can always leave us a voice message. Uh, We'd love to get you on. And if you're listening specifically on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe. A five-star rating really helps support the show, and a review is always great to read. We love the feedback. And Dan, why don't you give a shout-out to your brother Tom for this exit music here. Love this song. Everybody loves it. Everyone's uh, been giving me some input saying I love that shredding uh, guitar at the beginning, and that's all my brother. Hi. All the instruments, Tom. Thank you so much for letting us use it. We love it, uh, and it seems like everybody else does too. And guys, check us out later this week. We're going to drop a second episode where we do our live draft coverage from our League of Record draft. Play by play. Till that time, Dan. Later.